on into the three putt golf pod. I'm your host, Logan Robbins. Uh, today we're going to continue on through our Pinehurst trip. Um, we've got Joe and Ty with me, and we're going to be going through one that's not quite in Pinehurst, but it's very close by and uh, a lot better known here recently. Uh, we got a chance to play Tobacco Road. Uh, Tobacco Road is a Mike Strantz design. Uh, if you've ever heard of him or seen any of his courses, uh, they're a little bit different, and I'm sure we'll get through that. And, the way he routes holes and bunkers and all the things that he does is a little bit different than anybody else. So I uh, first want to welcome in the guys, Joe, what's going on, buddy? Not uh, too much, man. Just hanging out and uh, made myself a margarita and ready to do the pod. <laughs> and, and Ty? Uh, some things never change for Joe. I'm doing good, buddy. Just glad to be here. Talk a little golf. So it's been about two weeks since we actually played. Um, we had actually recorded this one. The day we played but somehow the software didn't upload it right in the app um, so we had an issue so we're re-recording this one um, we're going to do it the same way as what we've done Pinehurst number two if you haven't already listened to the Pinehurst number two episode please go back and take a listen in on that one um, that, that was one of our better ones so far and obviously not a great course um, but we'll go ahead and hop into this one and I'll start out first with Ty tell me what you thought um, about just the course overall, uh, pulling up, uh, driving in, things like that, uh, first impressions. Um, yeah, Tobacco Road's uh, a, great, a great start, finish. Uh, it can be your only course you go play out in Pounders area if you want to. A lot of people do. Um, it's just an awesome golf course. You come up, it's really just kind of, I'm going to say middle of nowhere, but you're still, you're kind of away from Pounders, away from Southern Pines. Um, Almost just almost on the other side of uh, uh, Ashboro, almost really just kind of out there. Really not much out there. Just turn down a road right off the main highway, and a little bit, a little bit down the road, you just turn kind of off this road, and like a little old, like a concrete plant. They still share the park, like I guess the turn in with. Um, but depending on which way you come in, you see that big tobacco road sign with that logo. You see one of the most famous holes of the green in the part three, and you, as soon as everyone drives by that, if you've never played before that, you're like, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? And then you can see the 14th hole when you come in into 15th? 14th, yeah, 14th hole when you come in. I uh, see that on your right, and you see the old concrete plant still over there. Well, it's, they still use a concrete plant. Um, this over there on your left, when you kind of pull in, you're like, well, it's kind of this. It's, everything's di different. Um, it's not your typical golf at all, Never, not typical pull-in. You kind of wind through these pine trees and see, like, the little small clubhouse up there. It's not anything big or anything like that. Um, you're not – there's not – I mean, not a huge locker room or anything like that. It's just a small clubhouse. Everyone's got a lot of back porch area. Everybody can hang out in. But awesome feel when you come up in there. You can know you're going to have an awesome time. Um, you, that first, you can see the putting green when you drive in. You're just looking at this thing like, oh, boy, this is going to be a, a very tough challenge today. Yeah, I agree. The pulling in, you see that um, one hole kind of tucked down in the little hollow, um, part five, and we'll get to it in a little bit. I think that was one of our favorite holes. But seeing that, it kind of dips down, and you, that's your first introduction. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, Joe, anything else to add on that? Just the entryway? 
Um, yeah, uh, it's up in Sanford, uh, North Carolina. So it's kind of a shorter drive from us. Uh, most of us came down from Kernersville. Um, so it's kind of 20 minutes shorter than going to Pinehurst. Um, like Ty said, you're kind of weaving in and out um, of the back roads of Sanford. You really feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. And I mean, if you didn't know a golf course was there and you were just driving around, there's no way you would, you would think a golf course is anywhere near you. Um, and then, yeah, once you, um, you kind of go past these like uh, grassy dunes on the way in, um, past the, the tobacco road sign. And like Ty said, you see one of the, one of the coolest par fives I've ever played. Um, you see the green on your right tucked in and then you see the par four or par three after it. Um, which has a giant lake guarding it in front of it and a nice cabin where people can stay in uh, right behind it. Um, so just, yeah, a really cool way to drive in. You kind of already, uh, you already got that wow factor uh, when you're driving through the gate. And then I think it was kind of cool how you, you drive um, pretty much through hole 18. So not through like the fairway or anything, but you, the tee box, um, almost all the tee boxes are to your left and like you can hit over cars going to the 18th fairway. So oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and then the clubhouse itself, it almost just feels like a house, um, really cool old style feel. It's got like a fireplace or a fire pit in the middle of it with some like nice leather couches. Um, there's a nice uh, snack bar slash restaurant area where you can eat. Uh, we've got a gr good bit of merchandise in there. Um, you know, shirts, hats, you know, anything you can possibly want to uh, buy with the tobacco road uh, symbol on it. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. Um, very impressive. It's probably, Obviously, Piner's number two is its own little category in clubhouses. That thing's ridiculous. But I think um, probably my favorite clubhouse of the course besides number two. Extremely unique is what I would call it. Um, Joe's not kidding. Look up a picture online. Um, there's a literal fire pit with a big ventilator over top of it to suck all the logs, I guess, smoke out when they have it actually going in the wintertime. Um, be pretty cool to actually see it running. I think that'd be pretty wild. Um, but let's kind of um, move into the beginning of the round, pre-round. Um, and Joe, I'll slide it back over to you to start this one. Uh, tell me what you thought about all the practice facilities, putting green, uh, amenities, and everything that they had. Yeah, so the range is pretty big. Um, I The first time we played there, you had to hit off mats, which I generally don't like. Um, unless they're, they're very nice mats, but we didn't have to do that this time. So it was good. Um, plenty of space um, on the range. So it's good. Uh, there's a little chipping green kind of next to the bag drop slash range. Um, so you can kind of chip around. And then I thought the putting green is just, it's just unbelievable. It's right in front of the clubhouse and it's uh, pretty much separates 10 and 10 T and one T. Um, and it's, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a, a little mini mountain where if you're on the very top, you can put down back to the first tee or you can put kind of down towards the 10 tee. I mean, on this putting green, you can have, you know, probably almost 10, 15 feet of elevation change on a putting green. I mean, you can have putts that break six, seven feet, 10 <laughs> feet, um, putts you can't stop. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it just kind of sets the tone for like what, um, what's going to happen today. Um, and it's just, it's just unreal. It's, it's so much fun to warm up on that putting green borderline unputtable in my opinion <laughs> oh 100 percent a half putts are unputtable you just if you try go top down you can't stop that thing i think yeah. it's just to get in people's head really on start he's like ah what he says well you know what i'm just I'm forward because i haven't psyched people out enough i'm just going to psych you out even more yeah it's just pure mental warfare for mr trance so uh coop anything else to add on all that stuff um also the uniqueness about this course you would think 
it also used to be a whole bunch of old tobacco fields and later he was a sand quarry. So mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the hills, the crazy ungulation, the slopes and everything, um were kinda already there, just kinda lucky as this how they how they built out and took out the sand from the quarry really. So uh just just a really cool just kinda uh, I guess eye into it on how strands just took a look at a whole bunch of sand and say, now we're not even going to move it. It's fine. Just a, a whole bunch of it. It's fine. Just the way it is. Move a little bit here, move a little bit there. Yeah. Um, it's hard to describe if you've never seen a strands course and I've only played one other one, but it, I wouldn't even say that that one was close to this one. So, uh, very unique, um, to say the least. And, um, some parts of it are good. Some parts of it are very challenging. Um, so let's go ahead and hop into the uh, first bit of the round. I'll lead us off uh, on the front nine. Just kind of a favorite hole, least favorite hole type thing. Um, honestly, I mean, I think the only hole that I didn't really love was just number eight, simply because I think of the pin position that we had to play it on. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> we had about a 12-foot circle where you could stop the ball around the hole, and if you didn't hit it there, good luck. Um, not that I hit a good shot or anything, but, I mean, it was brutal. Uh, and I don't really know where else they put the, f- the flag on that hole because, really, there's not many flat spots to be able to actually have a decent putt. Um, but still, I mean, it's, it's different. Um, very, I really have never seen a hole kind of like that in terms of a par three. Um, the hole that I probably liked the most, I would say, would be, um, even though it got my number, uh, number nine was very cool. Um, when you get going up that little slope, and I, I really had the, the yardage wrong off the tee box. I hit a driver and I shouldn't have. Um, yeah, and everyone looked, looked at me there. like I was crazy hitting a hybrid, and then I was like, oh, Logan's driver's went in the woods. So I don't look so stupid now. Yeah, so, but overall, I mean, just going up that rise, and, I mean, literally anything right of the hole is just so dead. It's not even funny. It's not anything that I've ever seen in the golf course either. Um, he has a couple of these on this course, but this one was probably the most dramatic, and, and I thought was – visually appealing but also very very hard um, which I think is kind of what strands goes for to a degree Um, you want to have a feel like you're going to do well but he's not going to make it super easy on you to do that which I don't know if you guys think that's a fair point or if I just have a different opinion but uh, no yeah I definitely agree with that Um, and that was some listeners should know it was also your first time playing um the course so it's very different for a first timer because visually it is um very intimidating and you don't think you have room when you actually do have room um so like his big thing is always just he wants to make you scared and then you're going to look back and be like wow i had so much room there why was i even nervous over that tee shot or that approach shot or you've got sections on the green where everything funnels towards the flag so it really was an easy approach shot but visually it just looked like you didn't have any room to land it um so, yeah, I think overall it's a pretty playable course. I mean, you can really score if you're hitting the ball well out here. 
Um, I'll kick it over. We'll go to Ty. Tell me um, some of your stuff on the front nine. Um, I love one. I love the two huge mounds, right? Right with the first tee shot. You can't barely see anything. If you play it, if you've never played it, you're like, oh, what a real, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Like, uh, just somebody, somebody go place me a ball out there because it looks like you're just hitting it in the no man's land with two giant mounds to the left and right. It's got mile, it's got huge fairway when you get down there. Um, but if you, I mean, you can, if you get a little, little left on it that hill you're you're dead you're i've never i've really never seen many people actually get out off of that hill and actually play the whole in um this is your second you're jode i died that day on the first i've, the first seen, I've seen many other people die in that hill which and the, plenty of people die in that hill a, and then they're like all right you're good so as soon as you hit your ball in the fairway you have a have a similar shot with a very, very narrow kind of in between two hills, straight downhill, um, definitely gettable uh, for some long getters. You can get up there, run, everything runs right down to the pin. The last three times I've played this, I've just went straight long every single time, and it's very frustrating. But um, it's just a really cool hole. You get two back to black, back to back, not pretty much blind shots. You just kind of know where you got to hit, know where you're supposed to hit it. Trust your line. As soon as you get up there, I hope you have a little wedge in like I have and just kind of – the green's not, not the craziest green, but from front to back, it's, it rips pretty hard. And if you go off the back like I did, it's just not a fun place to be. You'll end up kind of in the pine straw, maybe if you're lucky step in the rough. I think one's just a very fun hole. Um, and then um, the number number four, the par five, um, really just a cool looking hole. It just looks straight out off the tee. Um, everyone who's played it, you just dog straight back to the left. Um, definitely gettable. It, it's kind of fun to see somebody go for it too. Uh, if they can play a nice draw there, you play. You can play about 40, 50 yards short, and it can just run up to the run up to the center of the green. Especially they usually have that back pin location, so you see somebody rope a long shot in there and just. You don't see it. It goes over the hill, kind of a blind shot, blind second shot if you're hard enough back. And you just see that ball start rolling and rolling right in the center of the green. So I got an eagle putt. Or even even just a birdie putt. It's just a cool hole. There's a tree kind of up there, which kind of makes it come into play. But a huge bunker up the whole left side. Pretty much after you're, you can get to it off the tee and pretty much the rest of the way, all the way up the green. Um, just a really cool hole. Um, gettable. Uh, definitely can make some birdies on it, but you can get stuck in that hard pan left bunker and also never be able to get out of it. I've seen plenty of those as well. Um, and then, like you said, nine. I think nine's, what, nine's the hardest one on the course. Nine is just a bear. It's, it's just, it just takes my lunch every time I play it. It's not even close. I mean, I would think for the grace of God, I got up and down from bogey from the wheat, from the weeds to the weeds again to out the weeds and two putt from like 80 feet um that's i don't there's not really a hole i don't like on the on the front though um every each good thing about this course each hole is unique i feel like you can remember every single hole it has a different feel to it i mean the seven of the pin we had logan played a great shot in there had a putt for birdie me and him were on team and then of course scott threw one up there played it maybe 25 feet 30 feet past the hole and a huge slope back there ripped it right back to the front of the green. And another casual Scott Walker three for two. 
<laughs> That's I so. love Scott three for two in that day. <laughs> That's so. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> he had five birdies. Five uh, birdies. And he was my partner for all of them. I love exactly. It. I know. I was just getting dogged. <laughs> so what you got on the front? Um, yeah, so like I don't like most of these holes, so I'm just going to try to talk about a different one that you guys didn't talk about. Um, so I'm going to go to number seven. I thought it's just really cool. Um, so after a short little par through the six, you uh, go around the corner. Like the tee box is pretty much right above the green. And the tee shot is so downhill. Uh, it's tree-lined, but, I mean, you it's got to be a 125-yard open fairway down there. I mean, I – it's ridiculous how wide this fairway is. Um, so basically you just blast whatever you want. Um, driver if you're a little shorter and like something a little less if you're a longer hitter because it's so steep downhill. And once your ball hits the fairway, it just goes and goes and goes. And you can get like all the way down to like 100 yards out um, with like a, you know, a three iron hybrid, even though it's a 400 yard hole, just because it's so downhill and the ball will just run forever. Um, and this green is just really, really cool. Uh, it's uh, surrounded by bunkers. and I played it the last two times. It's been a front pin, and there's just this huge backstop that you can use. I mean, if you want to have some fun, just, you know, take 10 extra yards in this pin, hit on that backstop, and just watch the ball just feed all the way to the hole. Um, and it's just great. I mean, it's such a fun hole. Um, visually, it's just really weird, which is a big strands thing. And I don't know. I just always have a lot of fun playing this hole. Um, I do have a little critique on number five. So, I mean, this is a quote-unquote drivable hole. Um, it tricked me the first time I played it into doing it, and I got screwed. And then it tricked Same. Logan into doing it this time, and he got Same. screwed. Um, <laughs> so, like, the first time I did it, I hit a really good drive. We were I was playing a tournament with Ty a couple years ago. Hit a really good drive. I hit the green, took one hop over the green, back in the pine trees, um, just absolutely stymied. And it's just like, yes, technically you can drive this green, but the, I mean, one out of every hundred golf shots will actually hold the green. So most likely he's like just tricking you into putting yourself in a terrible, terrible spot. It's just this whole screams, just like, don't do it. Don't do it. But like, you're probably going to try to do it. Um, so yeah, the second time I just hit a four iron out in the middle and had a sand wedge in. It's such an easy hole if you play it the correct way, but it just baits you into going for it, which is my critique. I think the green maybe needs to be like a little more flat or a little bigger, just so like balls can hold that you try to hit on the green, which kind of makes it like an actual drivable hole. Um, but that's just like a small critique. That's just something I would personally change. Um, so yeah, that's what I got for the front. All right. Um... Really, I mean, if you're listening to this, you want to kind of see what we're talking about. There's a scorecard visual on here. It's not the actual holes themselves, like pictures of the holes, but you can kind of see what we're talking about. Um, I'm sure you find plenty of pictures online as well. We'll post quite a bit on our Instagram page, uh, Three Putt Golf Pod, all spelled out um, on Instagram. Give us a follow. You can see what Joe's talking about here with a bunch of these. Um, and props to Joe taking all the pictures for the whole weekend. So uh, give us a follow there, and we are going to move over to the back nine. I'll start it out with Ty. Uh, kind of give me what you thought, buddy. Um, I'm going to let Joe have – I know Joe, just, if I take 11, he's just going to be mad for the rest of the day. No, I'd love you to tell the story on 11. <laughs> I don't want to brag on myself. I'd love you to do it for me. Uh, I just can't – I couldn't catch a break. Um, My lone wolf, baby. <laughs> somehow. 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with 13, the other part five. Um, it's just a it's a whole, whole – the green is what you see from the road right there, the crazy green. Um, most, most people are going to drive it out to the left unless you just hit it ridiculously far like Joe and a few other people I know hit it. They just take it completely over the trees like a 310, 320 carry. Just ab- absurd. Uh, most people hang up to, lines only. Most people hang up to the left. And you got a kind of shorter, a shorter layup in. Um, you can't really go for it from back there from that angle. Gives you about anything between eighty yards to one hundred twenty yards in. But well, on that shot in, even even if like Joe he hits it up there, has one hundred sixty fifty yards in. You can't see the pin at all. It's covered. It's too huge. I mean, what do y'all think? Forty foot. Mounds? Uh, yeah, kind of like a miniature version of what you see on number one. Yeah, there's huge mounds right there. It's kind of just like – it's a. I think Joe said it or, uh, when we were playing. It's just a great walk right there. You just kind of hit it. Hit like you try to see where the pin is. The pin's also probably 15 30 feet, 50 high. feet high. It's huge. <laughs> it's the it biggest a, pin you'll ever see in your life. You can yeah, the road. So you can actually hit, figure out where, where it is. But the green is not deep at all. Very – Back to front, very short. Uh, from right to left, it's pretty deep. I mean, or from kind of long that way, but that's not going to really come in play. You just kind of hit your spot and just kind of like, well, I think it's pretty good if you hit your number and you just kind of walk over there right between between them two dudes right in front of the green and everyone always looks like, that's mine. I think that one's mine. That's mine. That's always like everyone comes up there and you think you hit a good one. And also, another buddy hits a good one and you're both looking. Someone's Someone's tight and someone's into the hair long. I always think that's fun. You can kind of see each other's ball. Um, it's just a sweet hole. Um, the green, the green makes it. Um, you can get out. There's birds. There's a lot of birdies on this hole. It always seems like maybe a few eagles. Um, like if Joe learns how to hit a three footer, but that, that's a different story for a different day. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Joe and I both birdied it actually that day. Yeah. yeah, I had a I had like a ten footer for Eagle and missed it. I think me and Logan are partners, so we made two birdies as the team. That hole was pretty pretty good hole. Oh yeah. Um, and then the other hole, sixteen, I think is just wild. Um, sixteen, you kind of you're you you have if you first time you ever played it, you don't know where you're supposed to hit it. It just looks like a huge bunker in front of you, and you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. If you, it's only about two hundred fifty yards. Um, then you you're over in the junk, and really you need to hit something about 210, 15 yards, anything in between that. But if you if you're short of that or longer that, you're just completely dead. And then just straight up to an elevated green, huge three tiers. If you like, if you miss a tier, like if you're on the second or third tier, and you're putting back down to like the front first tier where our pin was, you're gonna hit it off the green. There, yeah, it's it's literally impossible to hold it. Like I, you can't do it. I would put any all the money in my bank out that you can't put a ball from the top tier and keep it on the green. Yeah, you just can't. But then you just don't roll off the green. You roll 30, 50, 40 yards, uh, fifty yards down the fifty hill. yards all the way back down the hill, and you have a chip to a pin you can't even see. Uh, it's just crazy hole, crazy visualization here. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I just never my wildest mind how someone would think about a hole like this. Um, people always try to cut off the left side, maybe, but I've never seen it end up really for someone good. They might get lucky and they might catch their fringe or end up in that runoff spot. 
but I've seen a lot more people get screwed over to the left, bouncing tree, then you're completely dead and blocked out on this one. But great hole, crazy, crazy imagination on that one. That's why I, I love them two holes. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and let Joe go because I think that's a good segue his into his shot on this hole. And then <laughs> a little – Joe was just a back nine guy out here this day. Yeah. That he played. I was, so, that was a big back nine, Barry. I'll kick it over to you. Uh, go ahead. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, uh, I had the uh, proper amount of beers by the back nine. So I, was, I had the swing low going and started start to feel it. I had a couple, couple uh, year shot of the year candidates um i'll start with 16 uh, like ty said visually this hole is you're just looking at it you're like i i don't know what to do are we still playing golf like i'm not i'm not sure what's going on here you just have to trust your number uh, me and ty have played it uh him multiple times me had played it one one before so we knew what's going on we knew literally just pick your number 220 ish and just hit that mini fairway um so it's a lot easier of a shot for us i think logan and scott they were just like what do we do and we just had to coach them through it um, and then, yeah, from there, it's just a little wedge up the hill. But the green is – it's almost like the uh, putting green where it's just huge tiered. Um, and if you're on the wrong tier, you just literally can't keep the ball in the green. It's just not possible. Um, so I, uh, I hit one crappy off the tee, push one into the right bunker. And my partner at the time, we're playing Wolf, so your partner's rotating. My partner at the time, Scott, was already in. He had, like, attacking birdie. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to have some fun. I'm going to try to throw the ball way behind the pin on the, after the bunker shot and spin it back. And I – stupidly went way long missed the ridge and put it off the green so i was just like ah, yeah just go ahead and putt out i'm just gonna walk down and hit this chip so the, they pulled the pin pin was out i'm 40 yards down the hill don't even know where i'm going i'm just like i know i got a big slope behind the pin i'm just gonna throw this 60 in past it and whatever happens happens and i hit it really good and all i hear up from the green is like wait a minute that's going closer closer and as i'm walking up the hill and they just start going crazy and the ball went in um, I guess I went up like 30 feet and went all the way back down and just drained it. Um, so that was a pretty wild, uh, wild five. Probably the best bogey, <laughs> best bogey I'll probably ever make in my life. Um, I was fist pumping before the ball even went in because I was pretty drunk and pretty confident. Um, so yeah, that's a super cool hole. Um, I'm going to take, since I did 13, um, I'm going to take 11. Um, so 11 is just a really cool par five, and it really plays into the hands of the longer hitters. I mean, this whole course does. Um, but especially number 11. Um, so you got tons of fairway just dead out in the middle. And you got this kind of tree where you almost kind of aim at just in the middle of the fairway. Like this, I don't know, probably 30, 40 foot tree. So most people just go dead out. Um, but there's this huge Grand Canyon like bunker that like guards the right side of the hole and dog legs with the hole all the way up to the green. And I mean, if you're in this bunker, you're, I don't know, you're probably 30 yards below where the pin is. So you're, oh, you're I mean, you're not dead. You're not no, you're dead, dead, but you're like, you're, you're dead. <laughs> it's a tough one. Down. It's a tough one. Down there. You don't want to be in that bunker. Um, so yeah, I was feeling good. And I, I called myself, I went one on three and blew one over the bunker, had a little pitching wedge up the hill, stuck one to stuck one to like eight feet and then made a little breaker down the hill for Eagle and it broke all their hearts. So I think I won like 30 bucks on that one hole, uh, which kind of, kind of did it for me on that back nine. Uh, it was a big one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just really fun, really fun hole. You can play it all sorts of ways. You can lay up, you can go for it as elevation. Huge elevation change. Visually, it's just really cool. And it's just so intimidating to hit, like, a long iron over that bunker. Um, so, just real tough. Yeah, I hated every second of you on that hole. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> deeply, deeply satisfying. Yeah. That's the only reason you won that round. I mean, oh, yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. Very deserved. Um, 
I will go that this is really only like one or two holes left. Um, 14 was a very good one. Um, par three, uh, you're kind of up on a hill, um, perched up there and looking down across the water and the whole right side is just water and bunker and nothing good. And the whole left side is just bunker and shit grass and nothing good. So you really have to hit a good shot. Um, I stuffed one on this hole. I was pretty happy with it. Uh, didn't make the putt. That's kind of how the day was. But That was a big thing with Logan's day. Yeah. <laughs> weekend, really. Um, but very visually uh, appealing hole. Um, but a very tough shot at the same time. And again, I think that's just the beauty of what Strands does. Um, and it just, it's all challenging. Um, didn't have any of the hero shots like Joe did, but ultimately I, I think it's a, the back nine, I think I like better than the front nine overall, but it was all just, it was just great. Um, I don't have any other holes cause you guys hit all the other ones that I like the most, but um, we'll go ahead and uh, move on into the pricing uh, portion of it. Uh, looking on the website, we didn't actually pay at the course. It was all in our resort package that we did. But um, from July 1st to August 30th, the rate is $130. Um, that's the cheapest that it is other than like November to February. It's because it's so it's damn hot. So <laughs> but it, I mean, I'd say that deserves every bit of $130, regardless of what time of year it is. It does drop down to 80 in the winter, but um, I thought that was fair. Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add on that, but um, yeah, I think um, obviously 130 bucks round of golf isn't cheap, um, but you know, golf isn't a cheap sport. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of a value for what you're paying you know, mid pines, um, some different courses down there can run you at 200 bucks and you're getting tobacco road, which is arguably one of the best courses down there for 130. So I think it's kind of like a, a bargain for, you know, um, what you pay for courses down there. So I thought it's, you know, more than fair. And I mean, this, it's just an experience. It's, it's crazy. It's nuts. It's just so much fun. Um, and I think it's worth doing it at least, you know, once, if not a few times over the years. Yeah. I mean, it's a different feel you're going to get. Um, obviously, Tobacco Road's not a course you could go out. I'm going to go out and play, play Tobacco Road maybe two or three more, uh, two or three times this week or anything like that. That's you go out there for experience. Uh, you go out there once every blue moon, um, maybe a few times a year max. Uh, but it's always fun to go out there, but you can't overdo it. Uh, I feel like you can play it a lot, but it's just it would kind of get a little kind of crazy in my opinion. But some people make it play it every day. Uh, but it's just a good experience golf course, I think. Um, it breaks up the run-of-the-mill golf for sure. It's a great buddies gambling course, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, it's it's a great one for Wolf. I think we like, made the right decision yeah. on doing Wolf and just we keep switching partners. And yeah, I know yeah, I'm a little biased because I want everyone's uh, you know yep. mortgages, but yep. <laughs> Don't I thought it was I thought it was just a fun a fun opening game for us to play tobacco road. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it worked out well. Well, boys, that hits on pretty much everything that I've got. Um, we'll move into the uh, rating piece of it. Um, 
I will go first. Um, I very much enjoyed this course. Um, I'm not going to stray away from what I had said on our last recording that didn't come through. I had given it an 8.8. Um, it, again, it's not a course that you would play every day, but if you're going to go play it, you're going to have fun regardless of if you play good or not. It's just that different of an experience. Um, so not the Pinehurst traditional type thing, but very much a course that you should go play if you ever get the chance. And I will go over to Joe. Um, do you have mine written down what I said the first time? Just curious. No, I don't remember. I just remember what I gave it. Oh, Lord. Okay. I think it was, um, wasn't it? Uh, it was somewhere in there. I, I just was curious. I didn't know if I was going to stick with that or change it. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, it's just, it's so different, but it's different in such a good way. Um, I think golf, a lot of golf courses are just kind of not boring, but there's too many similar golf courses. You see a lot on the, the PGA Tour. It's just, all right, step up and hit a really long driver. All right, if you're in the fairways, hit a pretty straight iron shot onto the green, and then, you know, you might have a putt that breaks a foot, and then go do that 18 more times. Um, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, it's God, I wish fun. I could do that so much. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that's the strategy. <laughs> that's, that's not what happens. That's just the strategic value. Um, but, yeah, Tobacco Road just – he just – Mike Strance came out and said, nope, that's not what we're doing here. We're going we're gonna to just go crazy. Um, I kind of – like to think it's kind of like the Kanye West of golf courses. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, just listen. It, it's uh, it's like it's creative. It's artistic. Hey, hey, hey that it's was like, a good episode. We'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> it's creative. It's artistic. It's it's crazy. Um, and you just don't know what the hell's gonna happen next with that golf course. Uh, <laughs> like uh, like Mr. Yeezy. Um, but yeah, it's just so much fun. And I would, I literally could play that course every day. I couldn't afford to, but I would do it just for the enjoyment wise. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a, a strong eight three. I, I I enjoy it quite a bit. All right, Coop, what you got? Um, yeah, great golf course. It's fun. Um, it's a little bit more fun than the spring and fall. I tell you what, everything around that area, it just especially tobacco road. Right? It feels like you're just down. Obviously, it was built in a sand pit and valley. It's hot out there. So only recommendation. But I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes we gotta play in the summer. I mean, we still enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, Rating-wise, I'm going to go – I love it, but I'm going to go right behind Caledonia at an eight. Um, I love the golf course. Um, awesome place. That and Caledonia, two strands courses, are 1A, 1B to me. So I'm just going to put it a hair behind Caledonia. I kind of wish I'd have Caledonia a little bit higher now, but that was one of the first courses we rated kind of maybe at an 8.5, and I could put this course at an 8.4. But I like Caledonia a hair more than this one. So that's why I'm going – got to go 8. Okay, so rounding, that puts us at 8.4 as a group. So I think that's a pretty fair score. Uh, definitely a little bit different than any other course that we've done so far. Um, and that pretty much wraps us up. Any final comments from you guys? Um, also, the best one of the best part on the website. There's a video of Mike Strance about designing this golf course. Um, obviously, with not well, they're starting sports to come back on now. But if there's a day you don't want to have anything on sports, go to the Tobacco Road website and listen to the interview with Mike Strance. It is well, it is awesome. And then just you're like, God, if I could just 
be as cool as Mike Strantz. <laughs> be honest, it's like this guy is just awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> that mustache, oh, yeah. the, <laughs> the mullet. It is just insane how awesome. He is fairway Jesus, 100%. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Uh, go watch that video. I watched it. A f- I watched it a few times. We watched it before I did this pod, and it was just a cr- it was great. All right. Um, yeah, to add on to that, um, it's just it's a very crazy course, very special. And I thought it was really cool. Mike Strantz is one of his quotes when talking about this course. It's just like, yeah, uh, some people are going to think this course is hard. Um, I don't care. Um, he wasn't out there to please people. He didn't care if people showed up and hated it and left. Um, this was his vision, and he built it. And, I mean, most people, there's no one that's really like, oh, yeah, it's fun. People either love it or people hate it. And he just did not care. He built what he wanted to build, and he was proud of it. Um, and if you like it, you'll come back. And if you don't, well, you have one weird round of golf. In that video, too, Joe, um, Mike Strantz, I think somebody, one of the people that worked there had a good story on there. It was one of the first – few rounds that were out there I'm pretty sure um it was two people they asked them how they liked the course and two people were just raving how awesome it was how much they loved it and the other two people were like eh it was it was all right not really for them and I think she's like I think that's what strengths wanted strengths wanted not your everyday run-of-the-mill course everyone's just kind of yeah I liked it da, 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 da. you're either going to absolutely love it want to come back play it again tomorrow or it's just not for you, and I think that's a good way to be. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, overall, I think it's it was enjoyable, but I can see how somebody wouldn't like it. So um, we will wrap up with that. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, stick with us in the next couple of weeks. We're going to keep putting out these Pinehurst episodes and have a couple more coming up. I'm sure Ty and Joe are playing a lot down at the coast. Uh, coming up so we'll have more coming your way again follow us on instagram at three putt golf pod all spelled out and we will post our uh, pictures there from the courses and uh, let you see kind of what we're talking about so we'll wrap it up there thanks for tuning in